0: So uh um, everybody shear and everybody asked that today is every animal that sells your site. So we so talk about some, some thoughts connected to that. Um, so the challenge obviously, we had the same challenge we had. They had the Sium and Yeshiva and they had a speaker that at this point in time subsides the rebellion and maybe some of the older Evilite. Nobody knows Rebein. The name is, you know. And I would, I would venture to guess that at least half of the bochum here never heard of the name, till, I, till it was mentioned today. Um, so, Rebein was the founder of, the, of the yeshiva. So, uh, and it his your side. So, so to think about that a little bit. So, let's start with this. Just, I guess this was 1984. Uh, so, my wife and I were, we stayed in, we stayed in Tel Sopasa and tells they have a Minig, but when they, by, by Yizker, before Yizker, they say kalmole for the Roshishivas, all the previous generations. And everybody stands up and stays for so that. And then after, then, and then after the, the, the kalmole to the Roshishivas are, are finished, then everybody walks out, and they uh, start saying Yizker for the people who have to say Yizker. Um My wife was never there in tells before, of course. So uh, she had no idea. what. So they finished after her, and that's that's the time for years ago. So she started walking out. Now, so one thing you have to know about Telsa rebbits is that Telsa the, the Rebbetzin's had no compunctions of telling you straight to your face, very bluntly, what you needed to do. Um, that was part of being being tells. Uh, So, so she's walking out, and Reverend Heimstein's Stein's Rebbetzin, Fredel, Friedel, says to my wife, he says, "You need them." More than they do, you. you stay. And I says, okay. You know, bring back your seat, you know. Right? So you have to understand that it was a whole production. There was a special nigga that they used. This is Tells, you know. special nigga that they used for the Kalmolis, for the Shivas. They would start with the Blazer Tells. There was a founder of the was lifted in 1910. Okay, so that's what they would start him, with him. You know, then they would go to... His son-in-law was the reverse of Leibloch. And then they would go to his sons of Zalmanbloch and Ruber Maritze Bloch and Rubber Bloch and then Rabhai Mordaya. It was like it was a whole in each one there was a whole special nigga. It took a long time it took like ten minutes. They through all these camels, Rashimishkop. And uh so but my wife, you know, after we were walking home, we're talking about this like this thought that, you know, they they're nifty they're ready and uh, we're master them. So, in a certain sense, they need us, but uh, we need them more than we we need them more than they need us. I always had this aura. So, you know, when Roshach was nifter, like you know, so everybody said, "Well, learn the Mosai. If there's one person in the world who doesn't need my help with the Mosai, it's Roshach. You know, like you know, it, it, he's got a lot more suetum than I do. You know, maybe he should do something for me. You know, like you know, and the point that wasn't the point. The point was the Hakar HaToiv, what he had done for the generation. We wanted to give something back to him. So, B'chay, what are we gonna do for him? So that was the thought. So Hakar Satoyev schleps back a lot of generations. So, so how does that work? So I want to start with that, and then I want to tell you one or two points about Rav So I have the advantage, besides working with Rav for the, the years I was there, my wife some Silver Spring, my brother-in-law was in the first, the first, my my wife's cousin was in the first founding class of the yeshiva, 1964, and my brother-in-law was in the it, it was it was it was in 1965. So. We go back with the, the story a lot, a lot of years. I got, I've got heard a lot of the stories from the beginning. What precipitated the, the, the creation of the yeshiva originally, et cetera. So um, I share with you a thought before Pesach, and I just, I just want to reiterate it again because over Pesach I really, uh, I, 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 contemplated it a lot. So again, so imagine the following: muscle. you have, you have a, a newlywed couple. And uh, obviously, they have a tremendous akarstatai, which uh, to that they found each other, and they feel so excited about that. And there's this upswelling of gratitude, this feeling of gratitude, to the Baruch Hashem, they to have a etc. Couples married, uh, they've been married 60 years. So the, 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 they're not bouncing around, besides the fact that they have physical limitations, well, they can bounce around anyway, right? But you know, it's, the same excitement is not there. They didn't just get married. So, seemingly, the newlywed couple has more for their marriage than this elderly couple. But that's a mistake. Because I'll use the word akarsat-toyv. Akarsat-toyv doesn't mean gratitude, it means recognizing the benefit, the. The-toyv. So I ask you, which couple recognizes benefit more? It's the couple's married 60 years. They can look back over a period of 60 years and see what that marriage really accomplished. The, the, the Newlywed couple has no idea what it's going to accomplish. They, they've never experienced that. They don't know what that is. This couple knows what they what, what they what they mean to each other, what the the, the doors that they've built, etc. They know what that cost. They know they're makier. They recognize, they understand the toiv way much more than the, 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 the newlywed couple. So we tend to connect the, the feeling of a cursed toiv to the excitement, the elation, etc., the upswelling of gratitude, etc. That's a mistake. The guy says the difference: sason and simcha. Simcha is an inner feeling of contentment and happiness. Sason is outward rejoicing. So you're right. The, the newlywed couple has sason. Right, the elderly couple has more simcha than the newlywed couple. They, 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 this feeling of, of, of contentment with what they have accomplished and what they have about it's much more. From the the Vitan's looking backwards, you understand it much better. So we said that, in that sense, if a person, the, the Yedzei Mitzrayim had a tremendous, of course, the Torah, you see it's Mitzrayim. the Aphela, the we, the Abdu's, the We can't tap into such a Regish. It's way beyond us to, to understand such a Regish. But to makar the Torah, to recognize what the benefit of we see Mitzrayim is, we, we know better than they do. We have the perspective of, 3, 000, of over three thousand years of what you see as accomplished. They knew it b'shachas meisu. We have the the the, the, the world Klai Yisrael, Each individual person has a havana. Look what the impact that you see as had. So that's a karsatayv. A is the understanding of it. In Adarab, there's a hagosh of a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a karsatai, which means the longer you are distant from, from the event, a significant event, the more you can see the impact. So, when I moved, when I got married, so, so, so we started traveling back and forth to Singh, So Shiva Gifter used to ask me in regards to Ravainer, Ravainer learned the tells in the in the forties and fifties. So Shiva told me, first, he says, Urbaner is one of the best we ever put out. That was the first thing he told me. So that was a nice... He, he sure said, you can ask him anywhere in Dalach Kishol HaNoruch. Comfortably, you, don't, you can tr- rely on That's what Shiva told me up front. So that was nice to know that, that you're talking to the person who's Charlotte old Dalach Kishol Um So uh, my wife was extremely close as a Tamidah to him. So we went to visit him. Whenever we'd yomte, we would go for Yomta, we would always visit our Rebbeinamer to spend time with him. So we had a beautiful relationship with, with, with Rebbeinamer. So Rebbe the Geshmak of Rebbe Einamer Zetzal, when Rebaran first started the, 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 the yeshiva, you know, and he was invited to start the yeshiva. G'dayla, so his, he left his mishpach on Eretz and he was commuting. So uh, that's part of the reason why I joined the yeshiva was because Rebaran, every four weeks, around, we, we added a second shiur. and in in two years after the yeshiva started. The yeshiva started, the yeshiva started in 1995. 97 I joined. Uh, so I said a second shir besides Rebaran shear, But every four weeks, Brown used to go home for shots. He would leave Wednesday night, and he would come back Sunday. So, uh, so while he was, and then Hanukkah, he would go home for like the whole to 10 days, and, and uh, Purim used to go, and in the summertime, he used to leave early, and I will say, whatever. He was gone. I would say, sure. So uh, Rebison came for shavuos. Uh, I'm remembering which year it was. I mean, 98. So they went, obviously, they went to the visit Rebainemur, who was, who was uh, the... And she walked out, and she says, oh, and this, this person, he, he's sitting and learning and holding a learning like he's still sitting in Tal Shishib. He's been sitting in Silver Spring for the, for, for the last who knows how many years. He came to Silver Spring in 1957, so this is 1998, so this is 40 years later. He's, still, he's been sitting in Silver Spring. Um, See, so you don't know what Silver Spring looks like. You know And if you did, you know what it looks like now. You know what it looks like... Then, give me a of what silver sing looked like when, when we moved in in '97. So, my, my son, who was, was two years old, so Shabbos afternoon, my wife took him to this little park a playground right next to the Yeshiva. And one of the women there said to my wife, that, You know, you're the community. My wife said yes. And she, she, she said, You must be a rabbi's wife. And my wife says, That's true, but why, how do you know? It says, Well, you're wearing your shetel. So, Cap Mill where the yeshiva is now, which now you can walk there Shabbos afternoon and see 60 young women wearing shaitals with their, their kiddolof. But 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when the yeshiva started, if a woman was wearing a shaito, it meant she was a Rebbe's wife. That's what Katmah was like. That's how modern it was at that point in time. The more yeshiva she lived in other neighborhoods, in Woodside, and White Oak, etc., cetera, but Katmah was much more modern. And that was where Rebbe Aenem lived. That's where the yeshiva was. And that's what he was trying to make his impact. But he was looking and learning in that community like he's still sitting in Tells Yeshiva. That was Rebison Lepiansky's comment. He's just like, Mike, how, you know, how does he do it? You know? So he could have been a Rosh Yeshiva. He actually was a, a Rosh Yeshiva for, for Shurt's Kufa, a little bit of history in Paisa, which i forgotten history. Um, tells and Lakewood started a yeshiva together in Boston in 1955. And it was a, co, a co-Rosh Yeshiva together with somebody from Lakewood. Um, and after a few months Rebainer said it wasn't going anywhere, so it wasn't going to go, and he left. And eventually, the yeshiva, about a year later, the yeshiva petered out. So, uh, and he got to offer the position as a rabbi. and he went into the Rabbonus. Going into Rabbonus meant for him that he took a cry to every single thing in the community. He was the main person overseeing the mikveh, the, the, the eruv, the kashras, the gerist, everything. He, he put his hand on everything. But he, he came to recognize, that at that point in time, the Hebrew Academy, which was coed, still is co-ed, um, um, went till ninth grade, so after ninth grade, either you went to public school or you went off to somewhere else. So a lot of kids were going to public school. So in in, in 1964, he started the yeshiva, started a boys' division and a girls' division. So the girls still hated the fact that the name of their, that they go to yeshiva. Yeshiva—that's the name of their girls' school, yeah. All right? Um, what what you know? What basically are you from? Yeshiva, right? You know, the, very gushmak. Um, so. Um, so, but they, started with, they actually started with the, with, the, with the girls' division in 1964, and they started the, they started the boys' division in 1965. Um, and uh, my shlager was, the, was in, the fir- in, the, in the first boys' class, uh, B'or HaShem, every one of those young men went off to yeshiva afterwards, which was unheard of. Right? Uh, all the parents, their push was the kids should go to college, straight to college. And he was able to paralyze. She was able to paralyze. That every one of them went off to yeshiva. Eventually, a lot of them went to college, also. Co- concurrent with going to yeshiva, but they went off to yeshiva. Um, and uh, that was a dream that there should be real terror in the city. And it took a long time to develop. So it got to the point where they're ready to add a yeshiva gadol. Eventually, the etc. And that's when you so by that point in time, Rabbi Merkin had been ad- added to the yeshiva as then he was the principal, the manal. He wasn't the headmaster yet. And he had this dream about the yeshiva. And they, went, and he cherry picked her barn to uh, to join. So we're looking at the yeshiva now. This is over 50 years, right? Right. So we're 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 looking at 55 years plus, and we can be makor We can be makor much more than they could Shas Shasmaisa. Obviously, the people at that point in time, the parents who were able to send, who wanted to send their sons and daughters to a, 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 a separate which didn't exist in the city at that point in time. we tremendously tremendously as opposed to now, the parents are sort of like, yeah, it's, it's a given. It's a, a given. At the, on the one hand, that's going to be the reaction. Because they went from the, the darkness to the light. You see that the, the contrast gives you an appreciation. But to understand the impact of what that might cement, this is daridarnis. Understand the impact. You're only going to figure that out in retrospect. So you're sitting and looking backwards and saying, well, "Look, look what we have. We have because somebody had a dream," and I I, I cannot tell you the stories of the the, the the difficulties financially and the and city issues with with zoning and uh, the uh, the joke used to be that the Sheba had had the membes masos a parsha's mas, masse, so they're able to get a home, right. There was one of the buildings was condemned. They, the girls went out into Yule one time, and they came back, and the building was fire. Fire department closed the building while they were out into Yule on the log burner. They came back and they couldn't, get to, couldn't get to the building to get their stuff. Like you know, that was the, you know. I think your mother was in the, your your, your mother was in the school. Then I think when that happened. And was, right. So um, and, and they persevered. and you you're benefiting from that. But uh, we don't tend to be get very excited about the type. It's something which we need to 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 be inspired and to appreciate that. Um, So I want to share with you a different point uh, about which I planned to speak about anyway, and then I figured, okay, in the conjunction with with Rabbi it made sense. So we've been talking about this 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 various things that are important prevent her to focus on and be aware of it. And to, so we, I want to speak about the meat of Seder. I don't mean Seder, first Seder, second Seder. The meat of being the being, being, being organized. So some of you have heard of the famous story that, that, uh, that the altar of wanted to check up on his son how well his son was doing in yeshiva. So he traveled to the yeshiva. He checked his drawers. He saw that the drawers were all nice and neat. And he didn't say hello to his son. He went back to, to Kel. Right? So whether the story is true or not, I have no idea. Right? But as Warren said last month, you know, the, 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 the non-true stories are more true than the true stories. The true stories are ridiculous. The non-true stories, are, are, they're given up. The, the, the reason why they're there is because they're, they're giving over something which is a part of a reality. And that's why we make up these stories. So uh, we make up true, sto- true stories all the time. The, the, the actual details might not be true, but the yesoid, which you're expressing it, the reason why you're expressing it is because there's a yesoid there which is, which is in, intrinsic to Klaa So let's talk about that Milo. What is that? So um, the Reshiva, now, now okay, I don't know how much you, you heard the name Tells. You know, I, I learned the Tells for 23 years. Um, that's why I got my job, because the Vayner was a tellser, and He wanted a Tellzun to counterbalance her Byron's mirror. Was uh, laissez faire approach to life. Um, I'm serious, I wouldn't have got the job otherwise, you know. So uh, uh when I came for my probos, so it went like this. I said my shear. So Remerkin, like just like, like the fact that I say things with his vim and vigor and you know exciting, etc. Remainer said I'm gonna tell him he wants me anyway. And Ramar didn't like the shir anyway, but tell you it's two against one, so I, I was, that was it. Um, right? So uh so Tells was very big, so the Musa being Masudur. Now, what I mean in, in, in Musa being Masudr, so besides being on time to things, obviously that was very important, that a person's room should be neat. So I don't know whether there's any other yeshiva, I don't know if tells does it now anymore either, I have no idea, but there might, I don't know if there's any yeshiva then, which would have a Musa that the yeshiva would, the yeshiva gifter would check the dorm rooms to see if they were neat. And we would get notes on the yeshiva, this room is not befitting a bentara this room isn't fitting, fitting a bentura. One time we got that note. that was a very nice note. My my my, my roommate, there's a Rebbe in there. In there, in there it's a very unusual line. let put it up on the bulletin board in the room. I said, Pesach, don't do that because if she was going to come in next time, he's not going. He's going to have a comment while why are putting up this note about you know, your, your Balgaiva. That'd be the next next note. You know, with You. Um, of course, we got a comment to the Shiva about the fact that you put the note up yeah. But why is it important to Rashiva? Rashiva did was was called Kulatara. there's not, you know, his whole was learning. He, when he was Shaku learning, but well, you would ask Akasha during Sheer, he wouldn't hear you. He pushed it, wouldn't hear you. Like tell you would be able to ask Akasha you would push it have to like break into his mind. Because he was so focused on what he was saying, he didn't hear you. I, at one point when I was a buck, I used to have I had I had uh, I had some insomnia issues. I used to go take walks. So it was very good to walk around at like three o'clock in the morning and to see which lights are on and who you can see through the windows. You know, the shiva walking back and forth at three o'clock in the morning, handling a Swara. Ravisa You know, you could walk by, you'd see them. You know, you know, like totally awake, living and learning. You know, you know. But the place I go to rehearsal was it was up. You know, there's different people we got to we got we to see. So he had better things to do with his time. Nothing better to do the time than to walk around the dorm and check the rooms to see if the if if, if if your slippers are in the slipper drawer, as opposed to on the, to, uh, on the floor. Right? And they took it very seriously, because Babacha's room was not neat. I mean, I, I, this is Tells, OK? The Velt they, they used to say to the that, you know, I did my time in Tells. It was like a jail, you know? That was the Nusser they used to say, you know? So uh, you could have your room locked if your room wasn't neat too many times. They would lock your room, and you'd have to pay a to get back into your room. I, I want you to understand that they, they took this very seriously. So it was a very nice story. So I hear the story about the Dalton McCallum. By me, it was, you know, it was in, in the Dhamma Nefesh. I, you know, I, 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 mean, I, I, by nature, I'm actually, actually a very unorganized person. And I once told a baron, I you know, I went to the tells and not to the mirror. Because if I went, I went to the mirror, I'd still be wandering the the and Shulay trying to get away, find my way out. And I went to the tells, I became a suitor, Like, you know, like... It, it, they, they burned it into your mitsiyas. The Musig of. So, Rashiva once was talking about the of who he was the one who really was mocking on that very much. Um, Regressive So, it was the Yortseid Shemus for Regressive And he spoke about the meat of Seder. And he said, The Meet of Seder is that a person is the one who's running his life, his, his hands are on the wheel. They always tell you, you know, driving, you take a driving course, put your hands on the wheel. And nowadays, it's pretty soon it's not coming in again anymore because they have driverless cars, you know. You, you have cruise control, driverless cars, you know. Like, you know, that's okay. But, you know, but once upon a time, you actually had to drive the car, right. You have to have your hands on the wheel. That means when you need, you have full control to do whatever you need to do. So if you need to go right, you go right. You go left, you go, if you need to stop, so if right now I need to show love and compassion, I can do that. If I need to show anger, I can do that, too. I'm not, my meters aren't running me. I run my meters. So Shiva said that Seder is the mafteach. It's a training to the mafteach to have full control over all of the medas types. That's the mile of Seder. Fascinating way of looking at it. They once asked the, the, the Biskirov to describe Rav you're like, what type of person was he? He was a worm, and he had all sorts of time and tremendous care, love, and compassion for your son and all mothers, et cetera. was very stark. He said, what was Rupkaim like? He says, very simple. Rupkaim wasn't whatever the Torah wanted to be. At that moment, that's what he was. We can't put Rupkaim into a into personality. He was an Isha Torah. Well, how do you make yourself an Isha Torah? How do you pull out that right meat at the right time? Because you're the one who's running the show. So you do that. The training for that is by being maser. That's the mahalak that the Shivas that the used. It was the meat of self-control. It was the meat of manuchas nefesh. I'm not going to let the circumstances dictate how I'm going to react. I'm going to react as I see fit. There's a Yalapian. learned. He learned in Kelm. You know, so Kelmah they were very stark in this meat of of, of control. So once he was waiting for a bus, he was living in a he was waiting for a bus going from the city to And he was sitting, and the bus wasn't coming. So what do you do when the business bus is not coming? You keep checking every few minutes to see if the bus is coming. Now, does that accomplish anything? Absolutely nothing. So that he was sitting for an hour and a half. He didn't once look to see if the bus was coming. Because that's a, that's a movement which is irrelevant. And then eventually he looked. He says, you know, in Kelma, we got a for doing that. What, 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 what does curiosity do for you? So do, use your time better, because you're in control. So that was the Hanhaga. To, in, in conjunction with that was the Hanhaga responsibility. So like, every older bacher in Talisman was required to learn with, with a learn with high school bacher six days a week, five days a week on Shabbos, for 40 minutes to an hour, for free. Give a cry to so somebody younger than you. All the members of the Karla were, 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 were expected to go Slept like an hour, half an hour into the community and loom for two hours once, not a week, with balabatim, and drive back three hours of your time for free. Not to get paid, because well, you, ha- you have Torah, you have a chiv to give it to somebody else, you have a Christ to somebody else. All the bachim shiva were expected to keep an eye on the younger bachim, and if there was an issue, to report it to the shivas. The Ulite were expected to keep an eye help, keep an eye on the on the Bukh, on the old I and mean, if they needed issues, bring it, bring it to the Tanhola to, to discuss it. I, I I used to have a KVIS with the Meshkiah once every two weeks. He used to ask me if they're having noticed anything yeshiva, which I think is important I should bring to his attention. Like, you know, how's the how you know the Bukh that he didn't notice, etc.? You live with a Muslim The Nirbar said so, Rosarotskin, when when he went, when he went to the Gudha convention, he blundered the Guru, because the Ghuda was the vehicle which represented Niklaya. So, he would come back, and he would give a he would give over a report of the Gura convention to the Bachrav. Because you're, you're, you're a protocol, so you're give it a price to You so. I went as your shliach to the, the convention to represent you in the convention for the decisions and discussions which are taking about about what kliyus has, has been taken care of, and now I'm reporting back to you. That's how, you still have to, it was like a, it was such a kiddish to me the first time he did it, the first time I was old enough to go to it, like my shliach. You know. I wasn't a man. Him, zacholim sholofanu. It was a shuligan musig. So, Rabbi Einumer, when we when we came in, so the, the 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 sefer of Machshavah tells is the Shiridah. Das is a fast It one of it was really the first sefer put the idea of Machshavah into the Litter Shavelt. Um, you know, it's a he was quoting Zayars. He was he had a chumis with the lashem. The altar tells the he had a chumis with the lashem. So he was Yehuda uh, Kabbalah. He used to talk Kabbalah, Sefer in the more basic Nusaf, etc. He brought that wasn't standard of the world of Musa up to that point. Reb Daster that picked up from that, and then eventually you have this world of Machshava, Reb Huttner, Shapiro, etc. The starting point was the Shiridas. If you ask Reb Noach Arlo, what's the main Sefer he goes to? What every he goes to? He says he goes to Shiridas. It tells us. It tells us the same. So it tells we used to be shiridas. We had a, we had a chibur of shiridas with the gift. We had a chibur of shiridas the shirib of kind. So I asked Rabbi Einar when I when I came, maybe he would make a chibur of shiridas with the boker. It was a shir and das. It wasn't. It was a sheer. It wasn't a shmuz. It was a sheer. of the Havana and yisodis you know, of 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 she says, that, you know, night, winter, she says I can't because if I take that, I want to do it Friday night especially during the winter. He says I can't because there's on Friday I can't commit. So, so I said, do them the weeks that you can. The weeks you can't, you won't. I can't do that. If I'm getting to do something, you have to do it all the way. Like that was that Telzer kind in him. One of his biggest challenges he had, but the Yeshiva, the Yeshiva was so not into uh, being on time. Like, and he was so into being on time. So that's I mean, that's why he hired me. I should balance out, or get that, you know. Rebion was like real mirror. You know, just, yeah, it'll work out, you know. You know I, which has a trend of smileys. That approach has trend of smileys. I think in the modern society, you try to use the old Talzumahal it ain't going to work anymore. But um, I don't think that I know that. Um, it tells itself nowadays is not the same in that regard. But uh, it was a tremendously powerful mita, and haga, of achrayis and seder and these type of things, which it's not spoken of nowadays. You know, at best, you know, your mother tells you to clean up your room. You know. And you know that's part of the part of the conversation. She says, "Clean up your room." You do it a little bit, and then it gets messy again until the next time around, you know, at, at best. And more and more, you have this like you have this guy who, by nature, likes to be neat, so he'll be neat, but he's not doing it because that's that's uh, a yusoid and Yiddish God. Um you know, I, I, I the, the the one of my chaverim is very 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 not neat. And he has um, a big sign over his desk, which is, he says, if a cluttered desk is a sign of a cluttered mind, what is an empty desk a sign of? And that was his response back to the people who had him, he has a cluttered desk. Right? You know, so he says, what's the other option? Is an empty desk. A empty desk is the sign of an empty mind. So that, that was his response. That, that, that's, I think, modern society's you know, approach. You know. A hundred desks is like, like a mitzvah, you know, it's, it's yeshivish. Right? Uh, when I grew up, yeshivish was, it was, it was a badge of honor, because it tells, being yeshivish was a badge of honor. You know? Nowadays, it's, uh, it means it's, it's schleppy and whatever. It's l'shitosa, it's, you know. So that was on Haga, which, uh, so everyone we walk down the, 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 the hallways and make the and tuck in their shirts. This is high school boys. I'm not, I'm not talking about Yeshiva G'dalavachim, the, the high school boys. So uh, I was in tells, in t- my, my, my days in tells the Bachim wore ties. The yeshiva expects all the Bachim to wear ties. It's not everybody listens to him, but, uh, but, uh, but the Mavugarim and Yeshiva, the vast majority of them wore ties, the Yeshiva said to. Why? He says, because you're, you're, you're Ben-Tara. Ben-Tara is a member of Kayasu. You're not any worse than the businessman Less casual than the businessman who wears a suit and a tie, you have to wear a tie. You have to, respect yourself. You're a Ben Tara. Now, nowadays the businessmen, you know, walk around and whatever. So it's not a cash on the shiva Barak. You know, but, you know, but, you know, but, but couldn't for drug. How? What does it mean that a Yeshiva should look schlumpy? You're a Ben Tara. You're learning Taro. You learn the You have to respect yourself. Rabbi told me one time he says he, he was used to be. Um, like, uh, I mentioned this used to be this Kibbutz of uh, Kinus B'nai Tara from Cholomite pesach and Cholomite Sukkis and the Guru Israel Fourteenth Avenue Shul. So they held about a thousand people. So in the, in the 70s, like all of the B'nai Tara, one day with Cholomite, all of the B'nai in the, the Tri-State area from pretty much would come and Giftu spoke one time and Ramesha spoke and Rabiakus spoke, right? It was Kinnus B'nai So in 1975, you know you could you you the Benetara of the, of the tri-state area fit into that one thousand that one room of twelve thousand people uh, you know there's was person there was, was Benetara in Cleveland and Chicago and Detroit et etc but out the, the greater New York area that was it we all fit in one room uh, the, right, So Brown uh, was there one time as a booker and he remembers that a gifter you know a gifter came to speak He was in the, in the New York area but he came to speak like and he drove up you know and you know. And a Barqa got out and opened the door and held it for him and, like, they sort of, you know, at, 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 you know, at, at, at. like, almost like, you know, a, a general give, giving. like There was a, a mustang of respect. There's a mustang of re- respecting what you are. You're a bent You're the elite of sir. So nowadays, in the Barqa Hashem, there's over 100,000 menate her. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same nusus. But it's not, it's, it really, nothing changed. In fact, there's 100,000 people in the army. They're still a member of the army. That's an extraordinary thing. So this is what Re'anim expected from the, t- the from his from his, the ninth graders in the yeshiva. From the seventh graders in yeshiva. Uh, it, it, it didn't really work, you know, you know. To be honest, you know, they, they had no idea what he was talking about. I mean, they, they just saw an old man making the tuck in their shirt. They just saw the mice, and so they didn't understand what, what 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 was what was bothering him. Like, what was pushing him? It's time a Meshugan who likes, you know, makes b- 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 pine pine the Bagram that they have to tuck on their shirts. Like, it's much more kashmak to wear your shirt, shirt out, right? So one time, when, I, I got a conversation, one of the and asked, you know, Rebbe, like, what's so bad about it? He says, would you go to a chassan like that? He said, no. So why not? It's much more comfortable. It's because you have to look presentable. Well, maybe the Muslim going into a shir, you should look presentable also. Because you're learning Torah, is that learning Torah is less closer than going to the hospital? Oh, I got it. So uh, these are some of the things that you know that Rabbi Einar Zitzal represented, and it's chaval you know we don't have that that persona. Uh, that, that, that that he was. I mean, he was. He Rabbi Einar had had presence. He really commanded a room. He was he was he was tall, booming voice, and he. Just to had charisma. He pushed it. He commanded his presence was felt in a room. And uh, we don't have that, uh, that, that. That's not here anymore. Uh, that, but the maissa, the, the stamp of what he accomplished is on the yeshiva. That's what allowed him to have the strength to go against. Even when they first started, the Balabatim had this great idea. So they will have the boys' division and the girls' division in the same building, just like two sides of like with a hallway in between. Because you could save a tremendous amount of money. You only have to buy one campus as opposed to two campuses. And you can use the teachers for one, from the other, right? You know, by, by you know all the all the secular teachers. And they said, "No way." And they said, it's, "We don't have the money for it." The doctor didn't have the money for it. They said, "No way." Right? The key was that's not that's not what Torah is. And he uh, put his foot down, and they said, "We have no way to fund it." And they some of the people backed out because of it. And he said, "Tough luck." You know that Starkeit is because that's why you have yeshiva now. So. Uh, it's an hugger that a person should be aware of. It's not seen so much nowadays. It's seen more in, quote, unquote, the musik of stoltz. Stolz means that, you, that, that anybody who's two years younger than you, don't even look at him, That know that he exists. All right? That's the musik of stoltz nowadays. And the is it's a chutzpah. He should speak to you, even. And you call it the mashkir. You have to go train this boy not to have the chutzpah to speak to me, because I'm older, you know. Uh, I'm dealing with a Talmud right now who's going with his son in a Yeshiva X. That... Uh, Meshkiyeh is complaining to the boy that he's talking to older Bacharim; he shouldn't be talking to them because that's not—it's not shows. Not I was like, "Kolmer hey, like, what's this about?" I said, "I don't know; I have no idea." You know, I grew up in a yeshiva where the older Bacharim dafka dealt with the younger Bacharim, like, not the other way. So I, I said, "I can't help you." Right. Um, but this mussik of of of. Because of the meter responsibility, because of the meter of, of a because of the meter of, of, of Seder, being, these meters created a yeshiva. And so it's something to think about to absorb both the lesson of how we can apply that to ourselves, each person, the Fimadre Goson. And then to me, Ms. Brennan, the Council of the Karsatai, but this doesn't end with a Misa. Uh, uh, so he was speaking once about um, a Meister with a Baron that the, the, the Boker showed up to, 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 uh, to Lakewood and a Baron pushed him to his Boker hand and foot. So somebody asked the Baron, like, you know, what's pshat? Like, you know, what, what's your cycle? Like, why is he taking care of his buckle so much? He says, he says his Alta Zeta once did me a Chesed back in Europe f- f- 50 years ago. So, I have a carcitoid, so I have to take care of his, his, his great grandson. So, he said that was like that was an like Adam Godel's of a carcitoid. That 50 years ago, this person's Alta Zeta did a cheser for me one time. I have a chryser to take care of his grandson above, over and above. Like, that, that, that's what it means. The Ramban says Kultur Kula is built on a carcitoid. That's why we have a Shiva to do, to do, to do a is because of a carcitoid. So it's something to me was wondering, and again, you don't need the excitement, you don't need the sauce, you don't need the elation, you don't need the dancing. But you realize what you have. Right? The, benefit, the, the benefit of these people's decisions, people's actions, people's mesirous nefesh has created something many years later, which is now a given. It's, 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 it's assumed that that's a reality. And the reality is, I mean, I'm very partial, but I think that you know, the yeshiva is, a, is, is an extraordinary yeshiva. I think it has a unique place in Klai Yisrael. Um, and that's because of the vision to create such a thing. Uh, okay, everybody say. Like-